Not a great week to be a goalie, but hey, the Wild ended up winning every game they played over the last week. We'll talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, Locked on Wild is available on your favorite podcast platforms at absolutely no charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, Alex Micheletti joins us to recap a perfect week for the Minnesota Wilds and victories in pretty much every possible way you can have them. A couple of shootout wins, a pretty emphatic win over the Edmonton Oilers. We'll also preview the week to come for the Minnesota Wild as well. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and as mentioned, joined by Alex Micheletti on a perfect week victory Micheletti Monday. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they'll take it, you know, uh, um, you know, back into a playoff spot now too, third in the central. So yeah, successful week for sure. A lot of goals scored, some goals given up, and a couple of games in which over the weekend, Wild had to battle from behind, which was a surprise, I think, to everybody against the Anaheim Ducks. Blew a four-goal lead against the Dallas Stars, but then ended up winning that game in a shootout as well. Then you had that Edmonton Oilers game uh, in which the Wilds gave up a couple of goals early and then really put the clamps down on Edmonton. And so, really, you got every possible outcome. That, uh, that you could have expected and the Wild found ways to win. And we're starting to see the line combos for this team really start to gel now that the grief line is back together and uh, doing their thing that we got so accustomed to seeing them do last year. Yeah, it's huge. You know, it's spreading the depth uh, out. Um, and we, we got to talk about one guy uh, in particular on that line, uh, Joel Eriksnek. Um, she's playing incredible um, that Edmonton game for sure. Um, you know, he had his hands full trying to shut down McDavid and dry sidled. They got him once uh, you know, a couple times, but uh, um, you know, he was phenomenal to help secure that win. And he was huge again today in the, uh, or yesterday in the, in the Dallas game. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Just, it's, it's really nice. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, going forward here too, uh, they don't have to rely on Kaprizov's line so much. <laughs> And so, yeah, we're starting to see, uh, you know, the, you know, the depth scoring come in, uh, you know, Connor Dewar having a tremendous, uh, a tremendous game <laughs> blown by Ryan Suter. Oh friend, my God. <laughs> um, and getting the shorty. So that was, that was huge. Uh, really nice to see. Um, yeah. And, uh, and Jordan Greenway um, contributing. Um, so it's, it's nice to, nice to see him uh, fully healthy for sure. too. Yeah. That that's been a big, big boost for this wild team and it was a good learning experience over the weekends because you have the uh, the Anaheim game in which you know on Friday's episode had said beware the trap game and the wilds looked a little sluggish in the first couple of periods they find themselves trailing late which I think was something nobody expected 
But then you get Kaprizov heroics, and you get the win in the shootout. And then the other side of the coin, you have a 5-1 lead over Dallas and kind of took their foot off the gas, which allowed Dallas to get back into it and tie it up. And so uh, a good learning experience for this team to have going forward that if you take a team too lightly or if you just assume the game is over, that's probably going to come back to bite you. I mean, yeah, Dallas is one of the best teams in the league, and they, they aren't just going to quit. They've uh, they've been the comeback kids multiple times already this season. Uh, Jason Robertson's playing at a MVP-type level. Of course, he scored, so he, he extended his point streak just like Kaprizov did. So uh, him, him uh, 97, and Mitch Marner just are on incredible streaks in, in the league right now. And, uh, yeah, um, you could you could tell that when they pulled Ottinger that uh, they were they were really mad, um, and so um, you know that that woke uh, the Dallas Stars up, and uh, uh, yeah, good good learning lesson for the for the Wild. Uh, uh, it was a character win today for sure, winning in the shootout again, um, two in a row like that. So uh, they'll take it though, because uh, it's a dogfight in the Central. Yeah, it's and it's going to be for the rest of the yeah. season. Now, goalie wise. Flurry gave up three against Edmonton, although giving up a goal in the last 10 seconds, I would almost even just throw that one out, but gave up the five against Dallas. And then you have the the roller coaster that Philip Gustafson was on (laughs) against the Anaheim Ducks. And I think you and I were both tweeting during the game, pretty much all four of those goals that he gave up were uh, of the soft variety. But kudos to Gustafson for battling back to make the saves in the shootout. He had some big saves in overtime as well mm-hmm. to keep the team in it and allow them the opportunity to win the game in the shootout. Yeah, it's his second victory against the Ducks, too, in a matter, matter of weeks. And, uh, um, you know, stop Troy Terry. And uh, so uh, Zegers, <laughs> nothing you can do on that one. He's just a wizard. Uh, um, and Kaprizov coming up clutch uh, in both both shootouts uh, to um, that move he made against uh, Gibson was spectacular. The half like uh, uh, deep move, like <laughs> edge work was, was incredible. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, you know, credit to him for, for making the saves at the end there um, because a loss against uh, Anaheim would have been devastating. And we, we can't uh, go um you know, we can't finish this episode without, uh, you know, talking about Jared Spurgeon to um, the, the poke check he made on, on Troy Terry on that breakaway was absolutely incredible. He's been, he's been really stepping it up here without uh, Jonas Brodine. Um, and they really needed a, uh, you know, a defense, a defenseman to, to be all world defensively. And uh, he was phenomenal in that, in that ducks game. And he made some, some great plays in, in the Dallas game too. I will go so far as to say that that's probably a top five play in Jared Spurgeon's career. Um, I'm I'm not trying to oversell it at all, but he – and I first thought when I saw the initial replay, I was like, oh, boy, you're asking for trouble because I thought he just kind of threw his stick between Terry's legs to poke that puck free. No, he managed to keep it outside and still – swoop it in and take the puck away it was just it it was insanity but that's that's what Jared Spurgeon does he he has a propensity to be in the right place at the right time and 
with a couple of members of the Wild Decor not being in the right place at the right time pretty frequently. Um, it's needed, and that was one of the two or three plays that completely decided that that Ducks game. That was how important it was. Yeah, um, and like we mentioned with this division, um, you know, every every single point is going to matter, and so uh, you'll look back at games like that and uh, the Edmonton game for sure um, because that's a measuring stick uh, when you're playing some of the you know you know top offensive you know teams in the league um, and to to shut down a team like uh, Edmonton um, it was was huge and, and getting a win against Dallas is is huge as well. They get that point, but you know getting Getting the full two points is, is huge on the road on a back-to-back. Um, you know, uh, you, you could tell uh, guys are gassed uh, in, in the third period and they were just trying to get the overtime. And so yep. uh, to get that point, at least one point uh, getting there and then finishing off in the shootout was was just huge. Yeah, it, it goes a long way and uh, it seemed like it kept the team pretty loose after the game, I'm sure. They know you can't uh, you can't blow a, five, a four goal lead and expect to win every time. But um, I, I'm sure just getting the win and getting away from the the game, just getting a chance to breathe, I'm sure was uh, was just fine. Uh, we will talk a little bit about the wild decor because I'm a little puzzled as to a couple of things that have happened with this unit. And we also will take a look at what we have coming up here this week. As we mentioned, huge road trip coming up for the wild here over the, uh, the course of this week. So plenty more for us to discuss as we continue today's episode of lockdown wild after this, today's episode is brought to you by athletic greens. Our next partner is a product I use every single day of the week. And it's really this simple. The reason I started taking AG1 was to simplify the vitamin and supplement routine every morning. All it takes is one delicious scoop of AG1 in a glass of water and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro-habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take better care of yourself. And it's tried and true with over 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure for your second listen, you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Full recap of everything going on in the wide world of sports, all in one place. Locked On Sports Today is available on your favorite podcast platforms. Note for Lockdown Wild listeners, we have hit TikTok. TikTok official here as of today so make sure you follow us 
at Lockdown Wild and uh, all the other social media platforms as well. Some new content wrinkles that are being unveiled here today. So hope you enjoy them uh, as we enjoy a win full week for the Minnesota Wild here this last week. And Alex, we were talking before the break a little bit about the decor rotation for the Wild right now. I know Jer- uh, Jonas Brodin is out. We continue to see Matt Dumba and Alex Goligoski lead the team in total time on ice uh, against the Ducks. Dumba and Goligoski both had 24 minutes plus, and uh, I believe they were on a similar pace here um, in the game against Dallas. I'm just pulling it up to make sure. Uh, But, yeah, 24 minutes, 39 seconds for Dumba, 23 minutes, 13 seconds for Goligoski. Jared Spurgeon was the only other defenseman that was over 20 minutes. Jake Middleton exists, and so... I guess my preference would be to give some more of those minutes to Spurgeon Middleton as opposed to Goligoski Dumba, and they both played in OT. I understand Jonas Brodin's out of the lineup, but like we're we're getting lucky that none of this has directly impacted the game yet. Oh wait, no, Toronto that happens too. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna be interesting, especially on this upcoming road trip too, where you don't have last change. Um, so, um, and we got uh, they they're playing some uh, very high powered offenses. Um, you know, especially Calgary and Edmonton. So, um, yeah, buckle up time on on the road there. Um, you know, um, I wish Addison would see some more ice time, but uh, uh, is you know John Merrill's been struggling so. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was another tough one, uh, today for him. Uh, yeah. Um, interesting decor right now, Jake Milton scored. So that was nice to see him. Uh, and we've talked about Jared, um, Dumba and Goligoski, they, they, uh, tend to have some turnovers that bite, bite you. Um, Goligoski had like eight block shots today too. So that was crazy. Um, Yeah. Uh, So it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, It's definitely the Achilles heel right now for the, for the team. Um, You know, you need, you need to, you know, your, your decor to step up. uh, uh, You know, sometimes the goalies can't do everything themselves. um, So um, they're going to have to play better. Um, They're winning somehow still um in spite of that um so yeah it shows the leadership on this team though to to never give up uh and uh you know just like dean said today when you're fe- you know facing some adversity too they they stuck with it and uh you know came came through again um you know the, this <laughs> this team and and the minnesota vikings they are going to age uh fans uh you know take take years uh gray uh gray on the beard there already Um, have yeah yeah it's 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 crazy for sure they just continue to find ways now not fully healthy hopefully getting close i haven't heard much in the way of updates on jonas brodeen but he obviously traveled with the team so the hope is maybe he would be ready to go at some point duhame it seems like is still a ways off hartman it seems like is even further off but you've Natu- got naturally healing whatever you yeah know, i uh, that doesn't sound great no <laughs> but you've got you've got guys like nick patan who i thought played well against dallas and 
He was part of, I think, one of the craziest line combos I've ever seen this team pull out with Ryan Reeves, Jordan Greenway, and Nick Patan. I'm like, okay, like, why not? Uh, why not? You know, uh, you know, it's it's scramble time right now. Um, but uh, whatever works. If you're winning, you keep keep it rolling. Well, and the funny the thing too, I think, is that the Wilds are able to do some of that because they have found some line combos that are starting to work to where they don't have to keep mixing things up. You've got the grief line, which for the most part is just going to be established and set. You've got Kaprizov with Steele and Zuccarello. That line has worked for the last few games, so those are set. And so you feel like, you know, at that point in the game, I'm sure Dean thought, why not just try this size combo with um, with Greenway and Ryan Reeves and then throw Nick Patan in there too. And it ended up leading to uh, a couple of goals. And, I mean, just just run with it. Like, it just yeah. just go with it and just see if it works. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anybody expected to have to see them have a 5-1 lead against Dallas. Um, no. Uh, you know, Ryan Reeves got a couple assists. Like, yeah, it uh, it was a crazy game. Um you know, and uh, uh, especially on a back-to-back, uh, you know, just just huge and a tough place to play. Um, and yeah, it was it was really nice to see the up and down the lineup guys were contributing. Uh, you, know, it, uh, you know, guys that normally don't really score like Jake Middleton, like we talked about. And so, yeah, um, yeah, it's huge. And uh, you know, now you got uh, got the road trip, and you know they're going to do a little bonding uh, before the Calgary game, which is which is really nice to see. And uh, yeah, it seems like this group is really tight knit. Um, you know, and uh, the leadership is is showing uh, right now. And uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. You know, it's a good reminder for people too with with Marco Rossi down in Iowa to to see uh, uh, Joel Eriksonek because. A lot of people thought that he was a bust, um, yep. and it, it takes guys. It takes guys, you know, you know, for you years. We ha- we have to remember that Marco's only twenty one too, and so to see a guy like Eric Snek, you know, he got his contract, and a lot of a lot of times you see guys sign contracts and then you know then they stop. <laughs> uh, but Eric Snek is, you know, you know, I, I think he's going to outperform his contract uh, the the way he's playing right now, and so. And it's nice nice to have him locked in for sure and going forward. Well, and the thing too is, you know, you, you look at it that Ryan Reeves took that roster spot that Marco Rossi had and the mm-hmm. team, like, you can't – there's no way to discredit the fact that the team has played better since Reeves came aboard, and I think that's because he's brought some energy. You know, he reads the lineup card and he's just screaming at people. In the locker room, but I th- I think to your point that there, it, there just was an element of that that was missing to start the season, and Reeves was able to bring it, kind of get the team more at ease, playing better, and I mean he's he's chipped in points wise too. So I would say that trade so far has worked. I know at the time we were like, <laughs> what? But so far it it's paid off. Yeah, um, you know what? They're five and one since they picked him up. So, you know, credit, credit, uh, credit to him. Uh, yeah, like we said, we didn't know if it was going to be a fit, but you know, it, it's working right now. Um, and uh, you know, bringing bring good vibes uh, to the locker room. Um, and so, yeah, good good for him. 
good for Billy G. Um, and we'll, yeah, we'll see if it continues. Yeah, hopefully it does. <laughs> yeah. um, it's going to be a tricky week, and so let's talk about the upcoming road trip as it continues from Dallas to Calgary and beyond. And we'll finish today's episode of Locked on Wild discussing the tough road schedule to come after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. They're your number one source for sports betting info plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex Micheletti and Calgary Flames on Wednesday. So again, a couple days off. We saw that before the Edmonton game where the Wild had a few days off to kind of rest up and get ready because it's a Calgary team that last year the Wild had a ton of trouble against. They're not off to a great start so far this season. They are, uh, I believe, at 500. They're 11-10-3, but they're still a very dangerous team, and they're capable of, I think, just flipping that switch and really taking over a game and the way the Wild's have played at points this season that could be a problem. Yeah, they're they're a lot different. Um, you know, they um, basically you know lose three guys that were really important to their uh, you know team for a long time, and Sean Monahan and Johnny Goudreau and Matthew Kachuk, um, and then you bring in Nazem Kadri, um, you know Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, Huberdeau who had an amazing season last year. Mackenzie Weger on the back end um, in that uh, trade. And um, Markstrom is, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, it's a, you know, seems like a big confidence issue. I don't think he's been the same since the, the playoff series against Edmonton. Uh, I think that really um, got him off, uh, you know, his game and it continued into the beginning of this season. Um, you know, they're a team that, you know, you want to keep them off the power play um, because that's where they can do some damage um, and, and trying, uh, you know, trying your best to slow down Nazem Kadri. I'm sure they'll have the grief line uh, out against, uh, against uh, Nazem uh, for sure. Um, and their coach is hilarious, obviously Daryl Sutter. <laughs> so uh, the saddle dome is one of the most unique uh, arenas in the league for sure. And they're, their fan base is, is crazy. Um, you know, most like, uh, you know, like all those Canadians, uh, teams. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be a, an interesting game. Uh, uh, hopefully they, uh, you know, the bonding trip, uh, does them wonders and, uh, gets them off to a good start and getting, getting that W and, uh, you know, pouring it on, on Markstrom, hopefully. Well, and that's, and that's the thing too, that I think has been much better here recently is they're playing goalies that are not world beaters, or are good goalies that are in the midst of a tough stretch. You know, yeah. we we talked about Ottinger um, having his. I think his goals against average is right around three and a half for the last month, and so obviously capable of playing well. But the Wild did a good job of creating traffic in front of him and benefiting from a couple of really greasy goals. 
Markstrom had, I think, one of the craziest highlights of the season against Montreal. He skated out of the crease because there was a loose puck, and I think the closest Flames players to it were nowhere near. And so he was going to try to play it before Montreal got to it. Well, he ended up skating about 30 feet away from his net, missed the puck, and subsequently gave up a goal because you had a Flames defenseman in the crease trying to block the shot. And that stems from a lack of confidence, lack of good results. And so the Wilds have to approach this the same way they have these last few games and just pepper the net because while he's not Martin Jones, he is in his own head right now. And so you need to take advantage of that because I feel like goals are going to be needed to uh, come away with the win against the Flames. Yeah, it's probably just going to be like today. I'm sure it's going to be super high scoring. Um, and, uh, you, know, uh, you know, if you can get a couple by Markstrom early, you know, just get him <laughs> uh, in, in a bad bad space. Uh, and then, yeah, and then hopefully, you know, just uh, – you know, get, get that, get that W and, and quiet the crowd and, uh, uh, get the guys feeling good and, uh, into, you know, the rest of the week. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, I think Flurry's in a good spot right now. Um, you know, uh, he's fully healthy. Um, and I'm sure he'll get the start against, uh, Calgary for sure. Yeah. And, some uh, a couple of the goals were tough yeah. um, against Dallas. It, it just he had the one where the Robertson line basically stole the puck from behind the net and created a ton of traffic. And I, I don't know. I I don't fault Flurry for what was going on down the the stretch in that game. I know I saw some comments on Facebook saying, "Oh, he's washed. He's trashed." It's like. Dallas is a really good team. Like, yeah, yeah they're gonna score. <laughs> let's let's oh, yeah. let's not read too much into it. Uh, beyond the Calgary game, the Wild will then take on the Edmonton Oilers again, and it'll either be Jack Campbell, who played like off-brand Campbell's chunky <laughs> soup uh, against the Wild at XL Energy Center, or it'll be Stuart Skinner, who is not great and then after that you've got a reeling Vancouver Canucks team who just cannot get out of their own way Brock Besser is being benched I believe it's one of those guys is being just straight up benched by Bruce Boudreau oh and Thatcher Demko is hurt and so he won't be in net for the Canucks when the Wild come to town after the Edmonton game yeah, it's it's going to be interesting middle part of the week there, and um, you know I'm sure Edmonton, uh, you know Connor and Leon were were not happy about that uh, performance against the Wild, so they'll be gunning for them to to win at home and another crazy fan base, um, and uh, yeah, and then Vancouver. Uh, I, I think Brock uh, they've um, asked for a trade too, but it's going to be tough to trade him too because he's got a you know, $6.6 million cap hit uh, for the next three seasons. So, um, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> uh, be, be interesting. Uh, be nice to get him back home, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how they would ever make it work. Um, but I know he would love to love to come back um, here for sure. Yeah. And I, th- I think this is part of the, the math with the Kevin Fiala situation is you could say, Oh, we've got a guy right now that's making 6 million. So you could even that, <laughs> You could even that uh, salary cap number out pretty good. Well, that helps this year 
<laughs> doesn't help next year down the road yeah. in which you are going to need to find a way to re-sign several bottom six guys that are very important. Uh, you're going to need to make a decision on Philip Gustafson. going to need to give Matt Boldy a contract extension. And so Addison too, at some point as well, <laughs> it would be nice to have the services of Brock Besser, but I, I don't know how you, I don't know how you make it. It's either all the guys that you want to resign to fill spots in the bottom six or Besser. It's one or the other, not yeah, both. Or, or you trade one of the defensemen. Um, you know, <laughs> so um, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. And uh, I think the, I think those are the only games that uh, the wild have. Yes. Because they then after Vancouver, they play <laughs> Edmonton for a third time. At home on Monday the twelfth, I, I don't. Makes no sense. I don't yeah. under. I, I've. I think I've said this on every show this week. I don't understand what is happening with the uh, the schedule this year. No, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, like like we've talked about in a previous episode when they made uh, Winnipeg make have that makeup game while the playoffs had had started you know it just i don't know i don't know what the nhl scheduling it's uh it's crazy well and as i scan down i mean just listen to this on march 4th and march 7th you play at calgary and then you host calgary april 1st and april 3rd you play at vegas and you host vegas oh and then february 23rd and february 26th you play you play a Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Two of those games are against the Columbus Blue Jackets with the Toronto Maple Leafs sandwiched in between. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, that's a random, yeah, random. Did we sure. have a new person take over doing the schedule this year? Yeah, was it a Wheel of Fortune? It's, where, spin, it's, like, the wheel? it's like, I've got an idea. And I think you're going to like it. And the NHL was like, you know, you don't have to really rock the boat when you put the schedule together. And the scheduling person was like, don't worry. I have a plan. <laughs> We're just going to have consecutive series against p- opponents. So the Wild are going to start the year playing five games against Dallas. Then they play five games against St. Louis. And they just move up and down the list. That We're, we're trending towards that. And I hate it. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Uh, you know, it's gonna make uh, for some just crazy, crazy finishes for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Well, if I mean, if it adds to the chaos that we are already seeing here throughout this NHL season, I guess it's worth it. But at this point, we'll just take as many wild wins as we can. Yeah, and we hope that we have another perfect week so we can bring you a perfect week victory, McLeady Monday. I think I got that. Um, playing around with the title. But anyway, <laughs> that will take care of today's episode. So thanks for tuning in as always. Now that your first listen is done, make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast to get the full load on and everything going on. A crazy week in the NFL, crazy week in the NHL. You can hear all about that and more on the Locked On Sports Today podcast, available on your favorite platforms for free. Just like Locked On Wild, Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We've got some new short-form content coming today and all week as well. So make sure you follow us on YouTube. 
on social media, including TikTok and everywhere, so that you don't miss out on anything Minnesota Wild related throughout the week, throughout the rest of the season, you name it, we've got it, and we are keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.